Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everybody. This is your girl, Kim, here, and welcome to Bravo East Coast Housewives. I hope y'all are doing super okay on this marvelous Monday. And uh, I got to be honest, I'm sick and tired of staying inside. I'm so bored, uh, but not bored at the same time. I always feel like I want to do something productive. And it's just so funny. I feel whenever you have a lot of free time in your mind, originally you're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be able to do so many different things. I can really do whatever I want. And then when you get that, then you're like, (laughs) I'm kind of (laughs) bored. It's so funny. We always want what we don't or can't have, right? Think about it. If we're all working, if we were working our regular day-to-day, like none of this shit was happening, we'd all probably be like, oh, man, I would love to have so much free time. Well, guess what? We have it now. And I have to say, if it's just me personally talking, your girl's getting a little bored here. I'm not having that much fun anymore staying inside. I want to go out to restaurants. I want to see my friends. I mean, hell, I want to get a dog for crying out loud. That's all that I'm saying. Okay, but now my rant is over. I hope you guys are safe. I hope you're doing well. I hope y'all are watching Bravo, having a good old time, catching up on shows and connecting with people. So yeah, today's going to be a fun one. Got a lot to talk about. This past episode in New York was, look, Leah, she really showed her true colors this past episode. I mean, to me, she got the gold medal. Keep it up, Leah. You are an MVP in my book. Michael Phelps, watch out. And she doesn't even swim. Yeah, I'm for real. Okay, now before we get into that, the main event, of course, we're going to go over what's happening in the Bravo world with What the Bravo. I found out the Real Housewives of Atlanta reunion is going to be filmed via Zoom, virtually. I think it will be a very interesting thing to see. I am a little skeptical, but hopeful that it will be just as good as it would be if they were all in the same room and Kenya Moore had her little baton out and then Portia would get off the couch and like beat her ass and all that stuff. Oh my God, that season was ridiculous. <sighs> binge watch that season. I can't remember the the season number, but you got to binge watch it. It's hilarious. All right, Andy put on, I think this is on the Daily Dish or it might've been on his Instagram, one of the two. And he said, the Real Housewives of Atlanta is going to be like the Super Bowl on Zoom. But better a Super Bowl Zoom than not a Super Bowl at all is how I view it. So yeah, he has a point. We all wanna see the Atlanta Housewives. Obviously, I don't think the drama is gonna be as intense as it would be if we were watching it with all of them in the same room. But you know what? It'll be a new experience just like The way that we're living right now, it's the new normal. So maybe for right now, this might be the new normal with reunion shows. Um, Also, another thing that I found out, our Miss Ramona Singer Stinger gave us a little health update. I actually didn't even know this, but she had Lyme's disease and... 
I guess she announced it in February. And the other day, she shared the news that she no longer has it. So that's great. Congratulations there, Ramona. We're happy that you're well and, and you're feeling good and you're quarantining with Mario. Hopefully you're getting it in with Mario because we all want you to get back together with him. Obvi. So yeah, Ramona no longer has Lyme disease, which is great. And we're happy for her. And uh, get your quarantini and chill out with Mario and Avery. That's all I'm saying. Oh, yeah. And Coco. Can't forget about Coco. Now, if we go to the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Let me tell you, that first episode, I know I said last week that I had a lot to talk about it. But if I'm recalling both of those episodes, I got to tell you, Garcelle is the shit. I love her. She is an amazing addition to the cast. Sutton, however, she needs to never talk again because like any anything that comes out of her mouth, first of all, that Chanel that she was wearing with the bra, that was ugly as fuck, okay? It was, I don't give a shit if it was vintage or couture or whatever. It was ugly. It was gross. It was ugly and... Quite frankly, anything that comes out of your mouth, I really could care less about it. I feel like you are too high. You have a stick way up your ass too far that I wouldn't even want anyone to go searching to get it out. That's all I'm saying. Sutton kind of bores me. I'm not a fan of hers. They should kick her off the show. Um, But you know what? Those are the first two episodes that I've seen her. Maybe she'll get better. I highly doubt it, but that's just my two cents on Sutton. Garcelle, though, she's badass bitch. Yes. Loved, loved loved how she just oh I don't even know how to describe it obviously she was in this marriage I think it was for nine years or so and one day she was with her husband and I guess she needed to use his cell phone so she gets to the cell phone and she expresses in the in the in the show that she looked at the cell phone and it said I love you so she goes over to her husband who's also a piece of shit okay that's all I'm saying because your girl doesn't play that stuff And she looks at it and says, who's this? And then that's whenever her husband then confessed to her that he had been having an affair for about five years. And guess what? They were married for nine. So I love the fact that she didn't email to, I forget who she sent it to, but it was basically, what do Jesse James, Tiger Woods, and then her ex-husband, which I don't even know his name because honestly, it doesn't even matter to me because he's an asshole too. Um, What do they have in common? Obviously, they cheated on their wives because they're assholes. The press got into it and then everyone knew. But you know what? Karma's a bitch, honey, as Karen Huger always says. Karma's a bitch. He got his That's just the way the cookie crumbles. But yeah, Garcelle is pretty badass. I mean, she, in my opinion, she's like Denise. She keeps it real. She's chill about it. She's not uptight. I just think I would hang out with Garcelle. I would totally hang out with her. I would totally hang out with Denise. Super interested on what the heck is going to happen during the season with Denise. Obviously, the way that they set it up, the editors, they're doing a kick-ass job with that. Because obviously, as Lisa Rinna says, Denise has a secret. So I want to know what the secret is other than Brandy Glanville and her got it on. Whatever. Okay. Is that even a thing, honestly? Like, do people, would would people even call that cheating? I don't even know. If you watch Real Housewives of OC, whenever Tamara was making out with Bronwyn, Tamara was even in her little confessional saying, yeah, I made out with Bronwyn, but that's not really cheating on Eddie, is it? So you know what? Different strokes, different folks, different meanings. Who knows? Whatever. 
I just want to know what's going on with Denise. And I feel like you just don't, you don't want to mess with her. Just like you don't really want to mess, well, really with any of them, really. Except for Camille. You could always mess with Camille because she's hilarious. Oh, Camille. Jenny's too big for her britches. Oh, man. Okay. Also, another thing that I thought was pretty interesting, and as I said in episodes past, I'm not a huge Below Deck fan, right? But on one day, they were um, they were playing a show multiple, multiple hours, whatever. And I guess one of the chief stews from one of the shows, Below Deck Matters something. I don't know. There's like too many of them for me to even understand what's what. Um, but I guess one of the chief stews, it's kind of like the the show, I think it was on VH1 or something. And it was like the TV couch or whatever. So it was literally a TV show of people sitting on their couch watching a show of something else and their reaction to it. So Bravo did this with a couple episodes of Below Deck, and I think I just got reeled into it because I was like, oh, this is a different setting. So one of the chief stews, Kate Chastain, was talking about what was going on in the Below Deck show. She wasn't on that particular boat, though, or yacht, whatever the hell you call them. But when I was watching it, I was like, dang, she's pretty funny. Like, I kind of like her. That's She kind of cool to me. So that was pretty awesome. We find out from that because people liked her so much from the show, I guess she got hired from Bravo to have her own radio show on Sirius XM um, on Andy's like little network. So congrats, Kate Chastain. Super cool. If I had Sirius XM, I'd probably tune in, but I'm not going to pay extra for it because I'm cheap AF. But yeah, you kind of made me turn my head a little bit about Below Deck. So maybe I'll start checking it out. So thank you, Kate Chastain, because I think you a funny bitch. All right, my my people. Now we're at the uh, the main event. I have to say, New York is not disappointing me at all with what's going on in the content of the show. This might be one of my favorite episodes in a long time with Real Housewives in general. Like I said, Leah, she was on her game. Like Oscar winning, Tony award winning, whatever the fuck you call it. Award winning performance. God, I want to hang out with Leah too. She seems really, really fun. Poor girl gets all this shit from the women about her damn tattoos. Like leave her alone. Give her a break. So main event, girls are trying to call Luann because Luann was like, oh my God, I got the lower level. Oh my God, goodbye from the lower level. Like I'm 10 minutes away. So she leaves because she wasn't treated like a princess. Girls are calling her, begging her to come back. And they're like, Lou, why don't you come back? (laughs) And she eventually says, oh my God, she says to the girls on the phone and she's like, you know, I'm not a spoiled brat. You know that. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me, Luann? Are you kidding me? That was classic. That was a classic Luann, I'm not self-aware moment because I feel like she has a lot of them. But, you know, that makes the character of the show. So I just thought it was hilarious and it made me laugh and it made me chuckle. So thank you, Luann. So when Luann comes back to the house, Ramona is trying to make everyone cool okay and I guess she said hey you know what Lou let's have a tennis match I do remember from the first season of New York Luann and Ramona did do a tennis match with Jill Zarin and honestly I think Mario it was a double match so I think it was Jill and Lou and then Mario and Ramona so 
They have done this before. It's just 10 years later or something like that. So Ramona hires or she brings her tennis coach who is like this tall, good looking Italian stallion to rev her up and to warm her up. Luann sees and obviously she's like, ooh, an Italian man. And then they're speaking in Italian together because that's what they do. I mean, hell, if I could do that, I would do that too. Are you kidding me? That's fucking great. Yes. It gets to the point where Luann is super into him and she's flirting and then eventually she she says something like, I guess she asks him, so are you dating anyone? He's like, no, it's kind of hard to date in the city. And and then she said something like, yeah, well, you never know who you're going to, you know, when it's going to happen. And he's like, yeah. And then she said, well, maybe it'll happen today. Dun, dun, dun. He says, no, not today. Oh, my God. Crash and burn. Crush and burn, Lou. But you know what? To her credit, kudos for that. Because how many people even have the balls to do that? I'm just saying. So take a note off of Luann's book. She put herself out there. It was cool. She got shot down. But you know what? He wasn't that cute to me in my opinion. So Lou, you're not really missing anything. So Luann and Ramona do their tennis match and they're being ridiculous. Luann obviously wins. So go Luann. I would feel like out of those two, Luann would win probably at any athletic sport. Maybe as far as flirting with men, it would probably be Ramona, but Luann would probably get the athleticism award for sure. So moving on, after the whole tennis match, Ramona wants to make them a dinner by grilling. Oh my lord. This is when I were I wish that she had Mario in her life at that moment because <laughs> Ramona at the grill, honey. Oh my god. She's like, I don't even know. Like I just I wish I had someone else to do this. Like I shouldn't even be doing this. It was great. She was struggling with that chicken, but you know what? She ended up doing a good job. It was fine. And whenever they were having that little dinner or they were getting prepped for it and all that kind of stuff, I guess Ramona said something, you know, hey, Luann, since you left yesterday and you weren't at the winery, we were talking about how to be vulnerable and like share us a story and everything like that about your life so we could get closer to each other. Andy Cohen. That's right. So Luann confesses that the night before when they were at that mansion that it was really hard for Lou to not take a drink because everyone that she was hanging out with all of her girlfriends were so wasted. Whenever she ends up in those situations it really goes to her head and she really wants to take a drink but she was really proud of herself. I mean we're all proud of her not taking that drink. That was really good and as Dorinda said at the beginning of the season in the first episode she doesn't even think that Luann's an alcoholic. She just thinks that she got caught. Could that be true? I don't know. But that's Dorinda's thoughts. So from Luann's confession about how she was really, she had FOMO. She had FOMO when all the girls were getting drunk and tipsy and all that stuff, loosening up. They were having a good time. Luann just wanted to be a part of that. So she was sharing her vulnerability through that story. Then this other hunk of a man, which by the way, his hair was not my fave. It was like a comb over type thing. And it was just like odd. But again, different strokes for different folks. But they came in, dog groomers, for, I think they were coming for Sonia's dog. And Dorinda made like a remark saying that Ramona does such a way for hiring people. They're usually really hot. They have to be single, somewhat dateable, and I guess they're younger. She said something like that. 
Dorinda's kind of right because the tennis instructor looked younger than them and the dog groomer was younger than them. But Luann basically had an orgasm whenever the guy was giving her a massage. I mean, did we not see that? She's like, ugh, ugh. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know if that's okay. Besides the point. But yeah, so Luann was so into it. And honestly, I felt like he was kind of into it too because I felt the little flirtatiousness going on. So I'm wondering if she actually got the number. Who knows? Actually, she probably did because she said, do you do house calls? And she is a cute little Westie. So I wouldn't be surprised if she did. But I wonder if she got something else. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. After the whole dog grooming thing, everyone's got to get ready for dinner. Here's my thing. You see the women, they're in their rooms. They're getting dressed up. They're getting their dresses, their nice clothes. They're doing their hair. They're doing their makeup. They're getting on their heels. But for real, why do you have to do all of that when you are staying in? Like, I don't get it, okay? If I was with a bunch of my girlfriends at someone's house and we did a dinner in at that person's house, I'm almost a thousand and fifty blah, blah, blah percent sure that none of us would be in heels. None of us would be in like crazy ass dresses. None of us would have great, like none of us would do our makeup. Well, I mean, some people might do their makeup, but it wouldn't be as extreme. We wouldn't have like a glam squad. We wouldn't do that. Why do they do that? I don't understand. I mean, I know they got the money and all that kind of stuff, but do you really have to do that? No one else is coming to your house. I can't. I can't. I can't. Now we get to the dinner. The girls are all ready. They come down and it's supposed to be a girl's night in. Then all of a sudden, leave it to the Ramona coaster. Some random ass dude comes in because she apparently invited all these different people. Most of those people weren't coming because there was another party that she was missing out on that realistically she wanted to go to. And I'll get more into that later. So this one guy, we don't even know. His, we don't even find out his name. And if we do, it wasn't really that relevant to me. So I don't remember it. He ends up coming to the house with all of these women. Leah's like, who the fuck is this old white guy? Like, what is going on? Is it going to be like the mansion party? Because I can't deal with that. OK, he comes in and they're flirting and all that kind of stuff because you know, Ramona, anytime there's a dick around anywhere, she's going to be flirting with that guy. That's just how she is. But you know what? She is an angel in my book and she is doing God's work. Okay. Whenever this guy is in the house, the girls are starting to get a little schlossed. They're having fun. Then you got our girl, Sonia. I think Sonia might be my favorite, honestly, right now, because I mean, I'm super, super partial to Dorinda for sure. But Sonia is just giving me so much in my life. And it's really she's changing my life. Realistically, she really is. And I am loving everything that I'm seeing on the show with her. I love her spirit. I love her craziness. I love her zaniness. I love her. I just love her. I think she is an irreplaceable person. No one, if you would ever try to hire someone else on the show to be semi like her, you would never, ever, ever find a person like Sonia Morgan. Also Ramona Singer. They are just two one of a kind type gals. But yes, I am so, I, I love Sonia right now. She is like my fave. So she comes over to this guy. <laughs> She's super drunk and she goes up to him and says, why does Ramona even like this guy? Why does she even like you? Why are you here? Then all of a sudden you look around, then you see a motherfucking vibrator. You're like, where the fuck did they go? 
episode and they go to the pleasure chest like what the fuck is this where did the vibrator come from so the guy sees all this shit <laughs> then he looks at ramona and he's like uh i think i'm gonna go classic male move getting the cock block for sure via the vibrator goodbye old dude get out of the house let the women be women that was a funny that was hilarious to me oh the vibrator is the thing (laughs) it's the thing in the episode i tell you oh my god i just thinking about it it's just making (laughs) it's just making me freaking laugh it's great um so yeah so the guy the guy leaves and they're about to go do their dinner stuff (laughs) and this is the time whenever you really see tinsley as a sorority chick i'm pretty sure she probably was in a sorority she looks super sorority chick to me um so we get to see her sorority chickness come out in this episode and boy oh boy did she shine on that i mean we even got to see her tits oh my god i mean obviously they were blurred but who would have thought it the first time that she was on the show she was very reserved and she's like no i don't do that i don't do that didn't even loosen up she's in a thong just her thong in the pool with leah man is she really come a long way way to go girls claps for you way to influence tins you're doing a great job you keep flinging back your hair and diving in a pool honey okay i'm also just giving you guys a heads up we're gonna take a brief moment to have one of our sponsors reach out to y'all but here's the other thing too i know for the past two episodes i've said that and nothing's turned up that's not up to me so Currently, right now, you may or may not hear from a sponsor, but I'll be right back with you in a second. Alrighty, ins guys, I'm back, so let's move forward. So, when it comes to that, Tinsley and Leah, they are getting schlossed. I guess Tinsley didn't realize how crazy Leah could get whenever she got drunk. Oh my god, it was perfect. It was, it was amazing in my eyes. So Leah is super drunk and she is talking to Tinsley about apparently tiki torches are the wrath of Leah's spirit. She fucking hates tiki torches. And I thought it was very interesting because eventually whenever Sonia came outside with Tinsley and Leah, who were in the pool, I think Leah was completely naked. Oh wait, maybe she wasn't. I can't remember. But they're both shirtless, maybe in their underwear, whatever. Sonia comes out and... (laughs) She's just as drunk as they are. And of course, she goes into the pool with them because she's Sonia and I love her. Leah says something about tiki torches. She's like, why do you dislike tiki torches? And apparently Leah says something. Don't you watch the news, Sonia? First of all, A, I don't, Kim, I don't watch the news because it's too fucking sad nowadays and I want to have my spirit lifted and not torn down. But second of all, even if I were to watch the news, are there really news stories talking about tiki torches? And if so, what are they? I obviously am living under a rock when it comes to certain things. If that is a thing, someone let me know. What is the deal with the tiki torches? I just thought they were a nice little decorative thing that you can put in your yard to make people feel welcomed. So the whole girls gone wild pool hang was going on with Tinsley, Sonia, and Leah. And then on the inside of the house, you got the rest of the girls. That Elise girl came over. In my mind, I'm like, girl, you you ain't, you don't belong here. Go away. You called Sonia a trophy wife, an accessory. Get out, bitch. But she was there because I guess she's friends with the women. Okay, cool. Whatever. You can stay. But they were in there. Dorinda was talking about, ooh, don't make Dorinda mad. That's all I'm saying. She'll cut you. She'll cut you with the words. She will come after you. She is not afraid of 
anybody. That's why I love her because she's so fierce. She's going up to Ramona and says, you know what? At the at the party the other day, you went up to this guy and we were talking about John. That's her boyfriend now. And you know, Ramona, you told him you see John and I breaking up really soon and he's not going to be in my life for much longer. I took a lot of offense to that. Like, why would you even do that? Liar, liar, ho on fire. I tried to make it nice. You're not making it nice. They're doing their little powwow inside while Tinsley and the girls are getting crunk outside having a bell of the ball time, okay? I don't know. If I was at the party, I'd probably want to be in both places. I'd want to get a little bit of the drama there, but then I'd also want to get a little bit of the craziness going outside so I could like, what do they say? Have have your cake and eat it too? I guess it would, would it be like that? I don't know. But I'd want to be involved in both parties just so I could see what the hell is going on. And after the whole fight between Dorinda and Ramona, it wasn't really a fight. It was just them bickering because that's just what they do. After that, everything's fine. And Ramona, you know what? She has fucking FOMO all the time. So guess what she does? The bitch leaves her own party. You know why? Because she's an all-star and she's Ramona. And she will do that because she can do it. And no one else, in my opinion, of that whole group would ever do that. But you can never be surprised when it comes to Ramona. She just up and left her own party to go to that other party where all those other people that she invited to come to her house. She went to that party. She left her own goddamn party. Who fucking does that? Ramona Singer. You get it, girl. You go get yours. So whenever she leaves, the girls are just having an awesome time. But they're like, what the fuck? Why would you leave your own party? I mean, holy shit. Leah, the next day, she doesn't even realize that Ramona left the party. That's hilarious within itself. Now, as I said before, that Elise girl was there just hanging out with them. If it was me, I wouldn't invite her to my party. She doesn't look like a fun type of gal to me. They were there, and I guess Sonia, because she's wasted, she brings up some stuff, and it's usually pretty heavy for her. I think that's, I think for Sonia, whenever she gets really drunk, sometimes her real, true, raw emotions come out, especially if it's about her past with her family and her marriage. We've seen that so many different times in different seasons, and it kind of came out again this past week and she was expressing to Elise like you shouldn't have called me an accessory I'm not a trophy wife and then of course you know Elise is like oh my god you're right oh my god I'm so sorry just to say face whatever then Leah interjects and she says the Morgan yacht has sailed you gotta get over it 1985 is over that was freaking amazing that was Super Bowl goal winning the game Leah honey my god that was so funny so from Leah being super wasted from that and telling Sonia that 1985's over Leah was then suggesting you should lose the name Morgan then she looks right at Tinsley you should lose the name Mortimer that shit is over you're not there anymore get rid of your old shit because that's not a part of your life anymore you have to go forward Akuna Matata Lion King move on so after that whole debacle of the girls saying get over your shit Sonia Tinsley drop your name and get your old name back or whatever the morning after happens Ramona comes back from her luxurious party with her socialite friends <laughs> 
she comes back to her house to a trashed backyard people in a trashed kitchen let me tell you they did the work and there were only what maybe six or seven girls total man did they like demolish parts of her home I mean at least it's really the backyard with the tiki torches I mean that was hilarious and it wasn't that big of a thing but I'm not gonna lie someone came over to my house and took tiki torches and they threw them in my backyard I'd want to fucking find that person and kick their ass that's all I'm saying don't touch my shit but it was funny on the show so Roro I'm gonna call Ramona Roro now because I think it's fun so Roro comes back and she looks at her house and she's talking to Dorinda and she's like Dorinda and Sonia wake up right now my house is so trash like oh my gosh and then she goes outside with Dorinda and they see all this stuff outside like the champagne bottle in the pool tiki torches all over (laughs) and she looks over at Dorinda and she's like you know what Dorinda like this is my home like this is my home like you you girls came in here and you like ruined my home and then Dorinda she's like well now you know how I feel whenever you come to the Berkshires and you always tear my shit up so there you go Ramona welcome welcome to my life Ooh, she said it. She didn't say it like that, but she said it in her little confessional, which is totally true because I think Ramona, she did like, she ripped part of the wall off at Dorinda's house in the Berkshire. So it's like Karen Huger always says, karma's a bitch, honey. So after Ramona has this like meltdown of like, oh my God, my house is all messed up. What the heck? She sees the kitchen all crazy and Leah is trying to get out of, hey, I messed up your tiki torches by cleaning the thing very, very quickly in the kitchen, cleaning the mess. And by the time Ramona comes back in, Leah's like, hey, look, I cleaned the kitchen. And eventually she confesses like, yeah, I threw the tiki torches. I'm sorry, basically. And then Ramona admits she's like, you know what? Leah's very smart. Like she's a very smart girl. She knew that she could clean that up really quickly. And then I wouldn't be as mad at her. She's she's very smart girl. Leah's a badass bitch. Now we're at the Dueling Divas, baby. Yes. There was quite a few different things going on here. Obviously, Luann and Ramona at the beginning of the episode, whenever Luann leaves and it's like, oh, I don't want to the lower level. No, bye. I'm 10 minutes away from my house. But that wasn't that exciting. But it was like a baby dueling diva, let's just say. Sonia and Tinsley, too, about the whole accessory trophy wife. I thought it was kind of like that in the last episode, but it wasn't like cray cray. Yeah, I didn't think of it anything like super worthy to talk about, to be honest. Obviously, Ramona. Ramona and Dorinda whenever Dorinda brings up the whole why the hell are you talking about John to this person that we don't even know that well and you're essentially determining my future with him like who the fuck are you Ramona I would say that's probably the biggest one if we're talking human to human but if we're just talking a duel between anything it would probably be Leah and those damn tiki torches I mean that's the real duel okay she was at battle with them and she won she came out with the W the tiki torches are the losers and I would say yeah that's the dueling divas section Leah versus the tiki torch right for sure Leah versus Sonia a little bit but it wasn't that crazy Leah just wants Sonia to move on and she wants to know more about what's going on in Sonia's life today as opposed to what happened to Sonia's life like 20 years ago she just wants her to face reality and understand that she is not a part of the Morgan life right now with what the JP Morgan family counting all their dollars and shit she's not really a part of that anymore right now it's always going to be a part of her history but she's got to move on from it but that's a lot of stuff that we have we all have issues of things that happened in the past that it's hard to let go so I understand where Leah's coming from but I also understand for the fact that Sonia may be having a hard time to do that and let it go I totally understand that as well but yeah dueling divas realistically if we're talking human human Roro and Dorinda if we're just talking in general damn Leah and those tiki torches 
from that dueling divas, now we're getting to the weekly shade, people. So with the weekly shade, there were a couple different things. Leah kind of said in her confessional when it came to the whole trophy wife conversation, she was saying, if you have to go on the defense saying that you weren't a trophy wife, you probably were a trophy wife. And me, I'd probably have to agree with her because if you weren't, you probably wouldn't be that offended and you wouldn't feel like you would have to defend yourself as hard as Sonia and as hard as Tinsley did about the whole trophy wife ordeal. Another weekly shade. It wasn't like crazy, but whenever Dorinda was saying about Ramona, because for some odd reason, Ramona always wants people, if they come over to her house or do anything that involves her, she basically wants everyone to like kiss her ass and wait on her hand and foot. I mean, this is her own goddamn house and she's asking everyone to like do stuff like, oh my gosh, I got all the food. Like I don't have anyone helping me. Oh my gosh. So whenever, whenever Ramona said something to Leah and Leah said something about respecting her elders, that's why she she doesn't really say anything with the way that Ramona talked to her about helping out. That is also a weekly shade too. <laughs> she wanted to respect her elders. So Ramona got away with asking her to work in the house. That was one. But getting back to Dorinda and Ramona, whenever Dorinda heard Roro say that to Leah, she was like, oh, well, Ramona, what are our wages? What's actually our job title? Like, what are we going to be making? So that was a little bit of a weekly shade saying, hey, Ramona, like, we're your friends. We're not people that work for you. Get over yourself honey get over yourself we don't see each other Ooh, another good shade is with Dorinda and Leah so whenever Leah gets out of the pool and she's like practically naked she gets on this uh see-through shirt and her tits are just hanging out obviously that made Dorinda a little uncomfortable so she had to go get Leah a top and helped her put it on <laughs> and she says Dorinda says, well, these group of girls haven't seen a midriff in about 20 years and now nipples too? I mean, it's too much. It's too much. And then she comes out of the bathroom and then she says, I am speechless. I am speechless. Dorinda Medley, who hasn't been speechless in a long ass time, I'm speechless. Why? Because she saw that there are angel wings coming out of Leah's vagina, apparently, or around that area. So our girl Dorinda was speechless. Could just be a nice piece of artwork in that area. So maybe Dorinda, maybe you should get one. It should be like a like a, a girl outing to get closer, a good girl bonding moment. Now, as usual, people, my favorite part of the show, the quote of the week. Quote of the week is amazing. I really do need to write that book with all the quotes and all the good things that are said from our women because it would be hilarious and I'm pretty sure it would sell pretty damn well. I have the ultimate, ultimate, ultimate quote. This is almost as good as what's your problem, trout mouth? Or, I'd rather cut my toes with a Cuisinart than hang out with Jennifer. Or the molten lava, I'd rather shave my vagina with molten lava than hang out with Jennifer. It's almost just as good, okay? They're pretty much equal to each other. From our girl Leah, the morning after the party where shit got real and someone for some odd reason is on Lakeshore Drive driving like a fucking Fast and Furious car. I mean, holy shit. I know that they're airing it this weekend, people, the Fast and the Furious, but we're not there right now. Calm down. But back to the quotes. Leah, the morning after, they're looking all around in the kitchen. Ramona's having a heart attack, basically, like, oh, I got my home. I got a lot of love. She looks at Ramona and she's like, there's a vibrator in the chicken. 
there's a vibrator in the chicken. Let me ask you, my dear Bravo believers, have you ever had a vibrator in your chicken? Let's ponder on that. Let's think about it. I haven't, but that's just me. So yeah, there's a vibrator in the chicken. Maybe I should explore that. Who fucking knows? Probably not, but it's hilarious. Who would ever think that that would come out of her mouth? Who would ever think that you would see a vibrator in a fucking chicken dish? Bravo, baby. New York, honey. Yes, 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 yes. So another one that Leah said that that was hilarious was when she did the whole 1985 is gone, find another Morgan, or fuck J. Oh, that's right. Yes, I'm getting back to it now. Whenever Leah said 1985's gone, fuck JP Morgan. So or Sonia said as a little side, she's like, I will get me another one. That was great. So witty. That's Sonia for you. That was amazing. Also, whenever both of them are super drunk and they're yelling at each other, Leah says, you don't get all socialite on me. Sonia's in the fucking, is she peeing at that moment? I don't even remember. But she looks back at Leah and she's like, you don't go socialist on me so leah's talking about socialites sonia's talking about socialism so you know tomato tomato right isn't that what we all say i know and i would say another funny one from our special guest elise even though i don't really like her and i hope she doesn't come back on the show too much because she's kind of like sutton to me she's kind of boring but she did say a good quote she says if this group went to therapy the therapist would commit suicide damn that's pretty dark damn that's pretty crazy but is she right I would say no just because I love my girls but obviously she's that's a little bit of shade that she's throwing about her own friends that she's hanging out at their house I mean what the hell kick Elise out bye bitch bye but yeah number one quote of the week number one there's a vibrator in the chicken let it simmer in your mind man that quote I think that that'll be on my mind for a long time because it was just so funny but anyways guys thank you so much for listening it is a fun time that I get to do this and talk shit about our housewives good and or bad I love every single one of them I think they are amazing so some of the things they might do not really fond of but that's why I talk about the shit but you know we gotta do what we gotta do I'm trying to be real and living my best self I hate when people say that but whatever people are doing it cool keep doing you so yeah thank you again for listening subscribe please subscribe on iTunes and share it on your Instagram story tag a friend tag your family let people know about the show if you enjoy it have more people listen to it spread the word spread the news spread the bravo shit everywhere you want to get it out and I want to get it out everywhere so tell all your peeps peeps for my sake for your sake let's have a dialogue on Instagram follow believe podcast believe pop culture it's b-l-e-a-v podcast and b-l-e-a-v pop culture say hello to us let's start a dialogue tell your friends we'll see you guys next week stay safe watch bravo and we'll see you guys next week take care thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube 
That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.